Somebody ought to take about 60 seconds and give God a crazy praise in this place tonight. to what the Lord had for us this morning. When the Holy Ghost finished, Leanna was baptized in Jesus' name uh, and filled with the Holy... Don't tell me you can't preach about the return of Christ uh, and have revival. Leanna was baptized in Jesus' name uh, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And then Camellia was baptized in Jesus' name uh, and she was filled with the Holy Ghost. Woo! And there's no telling her what could happen in this place before we leave tonight. Woo! 
book of Acts is where you'll find my assignment. Amen. My gas tank is on E and my voice is barely hanging on. But I can go, I've, I've practiced in life going a long distance when my tank is on E. I only got 10 witnesses in the building. I said, I've been practicing a long time, uh, getting as much mileage I can. I can do some damage to the kingdom of hell uh, with just a little bit of voice on E tonight. Y'all with me? Acts chapter 27, verse number 14. When you have it, shout a word up. If you don't have it, shout hold up. (laughs) Amen. If you don't have it, it's on the screen behind me. Acts 27 and 14 says, But not long after, there arose it a tempestuous wind called Eurachlodon. And when the ship was caught and could not bear up into the wind, we let her drive. And running under a certain island, uh, which is called Clauda, uh, we had much work to come uh, by the boat. And when they had taken up, uh, they used helps uh, undergirding the ship uh, and fearing uh, lest they should fall into the quicksands, uh, strake sail, uh, and so were driven. And we, being exceedingly tossed uh, with a tempest the next day, uh, they lightened the ship. And the third day, somebody shout the third day. We cast out with our own hands uh, the tackling of the ship. And when neither sun nor stars uh, in many days appeared uh, and no small tempest lay on us, uh, all hope uh, that we should be saved uh, was then taken uh, away. Uh, They were in a situation uh, and a circumstance uh, that got worse and worse and worse and worse until after three days of darkness the Bible says they lost every bit of hope. I wonder if anybody's ever been in any situations like that before where your hope level was way up here but as time went on it felt like it kept getting worse and worse and more bleak. I got ten honest people in the building. But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them uh, and said, Sirs, uh, ye should have hearkened unto me uh, and not have loosed from Crete uh, and to have gained this harm and loss. Uh, And now uh, I exhort you uh, to be uh, of good cheer. Don't you just hate that one person in your life? that you're going through the darkest moments and they just walk up and say, come on, uh, you got this, uh, be of good cheer. 
I tell you what, you shouldn't despise that person. Uh, you ought to thank God for that person uh, in your life uh, that no matter what you're going through, uh, walks in and says, hey, uh, get a smile on your face. For there shall be no uh, loss of any man's life uh, among you, uh, but uh, of the ship. For there stood by me this night uh, the angel of God whose I am uh, and whom I serve, uh, saying, uh, Fear not, Paul, uh, thou must be brought before Caesar. Uh, and lo, uh, God hath given thee uh, all them uh, that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, ooh, I love this verse. Uh, wherefore, sirs, uh, be uh, of good cheer. Uh, this is why I'm telling you uh, to be of good cheer. Listen, uh, for I uh, believe uh, God uh, that it shall be uh, even uh, as it was told me. He said, my excitement uh, isn't based on what I see in front of me, uh, but it's based on what God uh, told me. I wish I had some radical people in the building. Uh, I know it looks tough, uh, but I got a word from God. Uh, I know it looks hopeless, uh, but I got a promise. Uh, that's why I can dance uh, on Sunday night uh, in the middle of my storm. Uh, that's why I can dance on Sunday night while all hell is breaking loose. I've got a word from God. And when they had taken up the anchors, they committed themselves unto the sea and loosed the rudder band not the rubber bands the rudder bands and hoist up the mainsail to the wind and made toward shore they said if that's the word we got from God then baby pull up the anchors set the sail and whatever happens is gonna happen oh y'all y'all missing it tonight they, they quit worrying about the risk and said if God said it then everything else is inconsequential if I got a word from God then everything else that's coming isn't gonna matter in the long run and falling into a place where two seas met. I, I ain't got time to preach all this. They ran the ship aground. And the forepart stuck fast. And remained unmovable. But the hinder part was broken with the violence of the waves. But verse 44 says this. And the rest some on boards and some on broken pieces of the ship. And so it came to pass that they escaped all safe to the land. Some on boards and some on broken pieces of the ship. And for just a few moments tonight, I simply want to preach from this thought. I made it on a plank and a prayer.
before Caesar before your life is over you're going to stand before Caesar and deliver the word of God but right here in this chapter there is an unexpected storm that comes while Paul is on his way to Rome he didn't know this was going to happen and sometimes in life if you have not yet discovered we're going to face some things that we're not ready for I wish I could buy an amen in the building sometimes you're going to face some opposition that's bigger than you are that looks unbeatable that looks unsurmountable but I came to preach to you tonight and remind you that we serve a God that's bigger than the storm that's bigger than the waves that's bigger than the opposition I came to preach to somebody that your God is bigger and if God before you I said if God before you then who can be against you what storm what wave what trial what enemy what hater what hard time if God before you Paul was given a word from God that no man's life would be lost and that it was still the will of God that he get to Rome so regardless of how strong the storm became God wanted to remind him you're going to make it where I have sent you I came to preach to somebody that's on assignment from God tonight if you still haven't fulfilled the promise of God then baby it's not over yet 
See, that's what made David so dangerous to Goliath. Is he was anointed to be king. He had a word from God. And so when he stood before Goliath, and Goliath made his threats about killing David, David looked at that giant and in the back of his mind said, buddy, you don't realize I've got an anointing to be king and I'm not the king yet. So it doesn't matter what you do. I'm going to come alive on the other side. I'm going to still be standing on the other side. I wish somebody in the building would just stand on your feet and serve notice to the wind and to the rain when you get done blowing and you get done shouting I'm still gonna be standing on the word of God I'm still gonna be standing on the promise of try to tell you you can't make it the opposition will try to convince you you can't make it but your steps are ordered by God tonight and so you've got to hold on to the word of God how did you make it through the storm I held on to the word of God. I never let go of his promise. I never let go of my dream. Joseph said they threw me in prison and they took my coat, but they couldn't take my dream. They stole my belongings, but they couldn't steal my dream. And as long as I got my dream, I can get another coat. Tell your neighbor, tell them neighbor, I'm yet holding on to the word of God. It hasn't come to pass, but it's still alive, and it's still true, and it's still his word. So baby, in the middle of my storm, I'm going to shout right now. Imagine if Paul was Ty Trebet. I know that's a stretch, but maybe some of y'all could go there. Maybe he would have wrote the words. If you only knew 
what I was going to be after the storm. You wouldn't have bothered me because now I'm a little bit wiser. I'm a little bit stronger. Somebody ought to let hell know the storm is just making me stronger. The storm is making me wiser. The storm is giving me faith. Yes, I made it on a plank and a prayer. Somebody's word from God tonight. Don't let go of God's word. You're coming through this thing. Don't let go. Come on, somebody. You might as well run. You might as well dance. You might as well rejoice. God wanted them to understand. And then what happens? The ship falls to pieces they were trying everything in their power to hold that ship together they stopped one day and repaired it all when they parked it a second time did all the repairs we got to save the ship third time God said don't you forget my word They put that sucker in drive, put on the gas pedal, and said, I'm going to take it as far as it'll. See, I kind of know what he feels like. Because last year when the hurricane hit, and I knew there was somebody that needed help. I drove out there cautious. I drove out there with a game plan. When the water gets so high, that's it. I'm going to stop the vehicle. And that's as far as I'm going to go. But when I finally got to that place, First Lady, and I heard the sound and the words on the other end of my phone, I hung up the call. I put it in four-wheel drive. And I said, this Jeep is just a tool. I'm going to take it as far I drove that thing until the hood was covered in water and it started going bloop, 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 bloop. And I left it there. Why? Because I had a word from God. I had a promise from God that he was with me. What happened? The Bible says that thing got stuck. And it said the waves broke it to pieces. I want to tell somebody that has spent all your time and energy and resources trying to save the ship. God's going to let it break apart just to let you know you didn't need it to get to the other side. If you would have needed it, God would have protected it. But God wants to get the glory out of your situation. And when you get to the other side, you're not going to point to the old faithful ship. You're going to say, everything let me down. Everything fell apart. But God. 
wanted them to understand you didn't need that ship to get where I'm taking you who am I preaching to tonight you need to go home and unstrap yourself from the level of stress that you've been dealing with every day God wants you to know I don't need that ship to get you to my de- who am I talking to to get you to the destination that I've ordered your step and so the ship is breaking into pieces and wooden planks are floating everywhere Acts 27 44 said some on boards some on pieces of the ship the plank is what was left it represented what was left and not what was lost y'all missed that right there you gotta learn to identify what's left and get your eyes off of what was lost some of us are drowning because we're chasing what's behind us and what we had to let I'm preaching to somebody in the building you're consumed with what you had to let go of and what you had to forsake and what you had to give up and what fell to pieces behind baby if you only understood that the power of your destiny is not connected to what you lost but it's connected to what you still have. So what you need to do is swim over and wrap your arm around that thing that's left and let hell know I'm gonna make it on a plank and a prayer. I'm gonna make it on what's left and on what God's somebody ought to shout now somebody ought to shout now grab your plank grab the word and let hell know I won't let go I won't let go somebody you're about to make it on a plank prayer. Give him the praise. Give him the praise.
to be of good cheer. Can I preach to somebody that your disposition is not determined by your circumstance? You got to quit letting your circumstances control your disposition. And you got to take control over who you are in God. The writer said, I will bless the Lord at all times. Tell your neighbor, I will. Your disposition starts with your self-will. I will not be depressed. I will not be sad. I will not be isolated. But I Bless the Lord at all Be of good cheer. Because I'm holding on to a word. I believe, God, that it shall even be as it was told me. My word for somebody tonight is simply don't let go. Hold on to the word and hold on to what's left. What's left is all you need to make it to the other side. See, sometimes God speaks to the storm. Sometimes we're in the middle of it and we run to Jesus and he gets up and speaks to us in the middle of the storm. And he speaks to the storm and says, peace, be still. But sometimes God doesn't speak to the storm. He speaks to you. storm rage I just want to make sure you got a word for me and my word is uh, you're going to make it through don't worry about the winds don't worry about the waves they're just there to build a testimony you're going to make it where I sent you you're going to make it where my keep holding on you're going to make it to your destination keep holding on you're going to make it your dream. Keep holding on. You're gonna be who God called you to be.
Somebody hear me tonight. We're going to shout a little bit more. But somebody hear me tonight. It's time to remove from your vocabulary. You should have seen what we used to have. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. You, you should have seen what I used to do. You, you, you should have seen what I walked away from. You, you should have seen. When you do that, you marginalize the potential of what's in front of you because it's faithless and all you can reference is what's behind you. I got one word for somebody in the house. Your latter rain is gonna be greater than your former rain. I thought somebody would shout over that right there. I'm gonna give you one more chance. I declare and I decree that your latter rain is gonna be greater than your former rain. And what's in front of you is greater than what's there. Somebody ought to give him a shout over that promise tonight. So glad 